my God, that just... <laughs> Christ, I thought my heart stopped. Uh, hello? Hello? Hey, I'm not here to hurt anyone. I, I, I was just hoping to talk. Did I even hear anyone? There's only this figure. It's, it's the height of the room. The room takes the entire floor. It's no walls, like a barn or a warehouse, and it's filled with, I don't know, stuff. I don't know, boxes? Some sealed and stacked, some overflowed and searched. The walls have all kinds of ephemera. I don't know. I recognize so few of these symbols. But in the middle is this figure. It's high as the ceiling and made from, well, probably anything of these boxes. Just offerings from an entire life built into this, I don't know, shrine? Shaped like a person, but it, it looks like... No. No, there's no way. Come on, man, just... Just focus. There's a desk, some workstation back here, and a lamp, thank goodness. Let's get some more light. Wow. Wow, uh... On the wall are, are, are pictures and clippings and writings, just a smash of information, but without context, it's just noise, you know? It makes me think that the mind that installed this was unwell. These symbols and glyphs give me the impression of being ancient, but it could just be familiar. These remind me of the symbols behind Edgar's shop, surrounding the bird. Is all this Rafa's? What the hell was he doing? Well, I know he wasn't about this. It's a picture of a studious-looking guy ripped from the sleeve of some book. On his face is scrawled, Fool. I wonder who he is. You know, where's the trash can? Here. And... <laughs> Here's the book. Simon Belmont. The Vortex of the American West. <laughs> okay. In it are similar glyphs as the one on the wall here. So it seems like I'm home alone, but this book might give me an idea of what all this is supposed to mean. Maybe it can explain the bird, or the shrine that is scaring the shit out of me. I'm getting out of here. This place is its, it's just something not right about it. I'm calling this author. It's been skimming his book into the evening, and mostly I agree with Rafa. He's a fool. I think he spent too much of his life under the desert sun studying vortices of energy. Sounds a bit mystical for my taste, but this house's former tenant seemed obsessed with the quote-unquote research, so... Hello? Hello, Simon Belmont? Yes? Hi, I'm Sebastian Reyes. I'm producing a story and came across your research. I'd hope you'd have some time to discuss your oh, work. Oh, um, I was going to walk the dog, but... I'd be happy to call back uh, soon. That's okay, I, I, I have time. Plenty of time. Uh, how did you, uh... I was going to call your publisher, I self-published. Self yeah, and I found your contact information, um, on your book, which is... <laughs> you made it very easy to be in touch. You must be inundated with calls about your research. Uh, well, it may be easy to see that my book didn't exactly break through, so, no. 
it's been a while since I've got to talk about that book. I found it fascinating. Did you? Yeah. I'd only learned about a few energy vortices in Arizona, but your work uses that as only a starting point. Would you care to share your entry into the field of vortices? Well, vortexes, it's not grammatically consistent, but it's correct. Vortexes, of course. <clears throat> How did you get started? Uh, okay, well, I was uh, I was diagnosed with cancer years back. Oh, and sorry. my husband at the time, he suggested a trip to Sedona to visit a vortex because he'd read that they have healing properties. So you went to be healed. <laughs> I went for the view. I'd given up on getting better, and it was more important to me that he felt like he did everything he could. I'd hated for him to regret once I was gone. So we took the trip from Philadelphia out west made a few stops in state parks and forests along the way. Made a few memories. Well, that sounds lovely. Trip of a lifetime, really. It was. By the time we arrived in Sedona, it was just another stop. We'd already planned to head north into the mountains together. We'd forgotten to even plan a way home. Anyway, he took me to Long Canyon Mesa. For weeks, we made regular visits to the site. That was my first proper vortex experience. So you, I don't know, felt something there? It's hard to say, really. It was a, an emotionally charged time. I was dying. I was so in love. And I was looking out over a beautiful world that I wasn't going to be part of anymore. So I felt plenty. Did I immediately attribute it to a vortex? No. Well, then what brought you around? My cancer disappeared. What? I went into remission. That's... that's incredible. It, it was. By the time I'd learned it was... I was in remission. We were long past the vortex, but I was convinced that that was the only thing that could have done it. So I went back, learned more, started taking measurements, plenty of different... Um, spectrums, be it uh, sonic or magnetic. How? Well, well, eventually into a fluxgate magnetometer, but that took a year to build into, though, and I had a lot to learn. And your husband? Did he share your fascination? Look, I recognize what it looks like. I became very passionate about this, and my husband, well... He couldn't understand because I had a very singular experience. I, I was going to die and... So he left? He left. I'm so sorry. Uh, don't be. Didn't beg him to stay. And Sedona, that was only the beginning? Eventually, I built my own sensor based on magnetic energy, yes, but also supported by very low frequency vibrational data. This allowed me to create a map. You see, most people, they take their instruments and focus on one vortex at a time, try to prove the existence of the phenomenon. This leads them to a wall, and they're easily mired. How did you get past their wall? Well, I believed already. It exists. Its effects are evidence. It's why I'm here. 
And so over time... Over time, I was building a map, covered a decent amount of eastern part of the state when it struck me. What did? A network. All of these vortexes were smaller evidence of a larger energetic expression. And it became my belief that with enough data, we could reveal the true shape of the entire phenomenon. And what did you find? Everything started pointing to one place, so I went. Where? A small desert town in Arizona, um, Palomas. You were here? Here? (laughs) What if I told you that I was in Palomas? Son, I tell you to leave and as fast as you could and without looking back. Why? Why? What's going on? What, what did look, you find? Look, there's something wrong with that place. The VLFs were scary enough to have my thinking my machine was VLFs? Broke. What's the VLFs? Very low frequency. See, every single thing in our entire universe vibrates at a certain frequency. This whole thing is music. Okay, so okay. So how, how do I... Look, the frequencies there are discordant, unnatural. They don't belong in our cosmic scale, and that's before the magnetic data. What about how it? Can, what about the magnetic how do, data? Vortexes emanate from the Earth, typically spiral up and out from the surface. Below us, the energy is falling into the Earth, funneling as if it, as if it were in some hole, a hole in the world. What did you say? I said leave. That's weird. Listen, I was in remission. I had a second chance at my life, but I followed this too far. And that place took that chance back. It's raining. I barely made it out before the rain What is happening? Coming down so hard. Heavy. Like the sky is crumbling. Can't see much until the lightning strikes, but something is out here. In the dark, I can. Oh my god. It's. People. It's the town. I But I can But I can only see them in the rain. They're They're all here. And they're staring at the house. They're all looking at me. What's happening? What's What's said they were all here, but how could they be here the whole time, and I couldn't see them? And in the attic, I hadn't seen that figure since I was a boy, but I was lost for hours, and when the moon broke through, silver and bright on the sand and fog, this deep veil of white all around me. (laughs) And I remember being so grateful for the light. 
The dark receded, if only by a little, and I was anchored back into reality again. Save for my own imagination. When I saw it. A shadow through the sheer white curtain. Twice as tall as my father and staggering in the sand. Shaped like a man, but the closer it came, the less human it seemed. And when it took its first step into the clear air, its limb was onyx black. It shined in the moonlight like smooth marble. I was so scared I didn't hear myself screaming. <laughs> Listening to The Fifth World, written by Gabriel Ruiz and co directed with Lorena Diaz. This episode features ensemble members John Lyon as Simon Belmont and Gabriel Ruiz as Seba. None of this is possible without editing by Giselle Castro and additional mixing and audio production by Mikhail Fixel. Funding provided by Ventures Theatre Fund and Chicago Latino Theatre Alliance. Teatro Vista is going multimedia to bring the four walls of the theatre to you. Forward together. This is a Teatro Vista joint.